It's fighting games, right? Right. Where the hell is Jim Kelly at? Bet. Bet. And even better than that, where the fuck is show? Can, can we cuss on this? Or? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. yeah. Where is show enough? Show enough. Show enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> show yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clicked in. <laughs> Yo, 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 what up? It is MLS 2018, baby, our first official episode, and we are in the Mega Reactive Booty Spine. Second official episode. The first one was a recap, but this first... We did Devin. Oh, Devin as yeah. well. Okay, this is episode second. 23. 23, baby, and we got Scott Popular yes. in with Good. us. He's an event producer for Final Round and DBSC in Japan. And uh, we were just chatting up with uh, about games, and he's he's pretty deep in the culture. Yeah, so, that's right. Uh, we got to continue with that. Word. Yeah, that's right. I mean, today we got something a little different for you. Um, all of our listeners know that we are uh, not only a hip hop podcast, but we also like to highlight. Dope we are also shit. purveyors of dope culture here in Japan. So today, hailing from ATO, we have a giant human being. <laughs> 111 kilograms. Hey. That's right. A gamer. NST said a tournament organizer for. Final round right. org LLC. Yeah. That was it. That's a final round. Final Is it? Round. And what does DBSC stand for? Dirty Boy Social Club. Ooh. Oh, rhyme like bitches I'll down so cordially. That's what we do. Oh, Dirty the Goon Maneuvers club. are live this that's, episode? That's, that's almost on some uh, DSGB shit right yeah. there. I like the, that the shit. I like that way better than Handsome Boy Modeling School. Yo, I got to say for myself. Handsome Boy Modeling School is the fucking... No, no, I like the name of Dirty Boy Social Club. I know they are dope, but like... It's Pretty Boy... What was it? Pretty Boy Gathering. No, I'm talking about Dissidia. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty boy gathering. That's what it's for. But no, man, I'm so happy to have another ATL in the house, man. Like, That's uh, what's up, man. It's yeah. Cool. This is yeah. not the first ATL in we've had. We've had uh, we've Asia, had a lot of ATL. Jada. We were very Cali heavy for a long time. We were Cali heavy. Shout out <laughs> to Cali. You know that's hey. where we are from. Doing it big. It's going back to the yes, south now, yes. baby. So yeah, so this is like we're, we're um, of course, of course, being a black man, he's definitely a hip hop head. He definitely knows about hip hop culture. But we are going to be talking a little bit about gaming today, quite a bit. And it's not the first time for that either. We've had DJ Sue from Three Black Geeks. Shout out to Three Black Geeks. Yeah, and also, um, what I consider our, like our sister family, uh, our brother team, who does a completely different thing, but in the same vein as us, uh, Sunday Replay. Katomi, Josh, and Akira from Sunday Replay. So, um, are you familiar with them? Uh, Scott? Nah, man. I, I kind of stay at home. But you know what? I'm going to okay. be on the airwaves or, or on the internet a little bit more often these yeah. days. And I'm going to listen to everybody. But shout outs to you guys for doing what you do. I didn't tell you all this because I didn't know at the time. But Scott also has a podcast. Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got a podcast. Are you Ninjas in Tokyo? Ninjas in Tokyo. Oh, Ninjas okay, Tokyo. okay. I'm looking forward to making a guest appearance on okay. Ninjas in Tokyo. Yeah. No. <laughs> no, no, trust me, no, no. That, that'll definitely happen. I um actually sure I, I I saw I, I just found them just the other day when I was doing the knowledge on you and trying to find out what you do, right. and I, I saw the name pop up, but then I couldn't listen to the podcast anywhere other than SoundCloud. Yeah, I gotta figure out this whole RSS feed thing because I had yeah. no idea about. Get with that. Like, uh, get with Steez or late on that because they said okay, one of them yeah. set it up. Yeah, I gotta tighten me up yeah. technic technical because if it's not video games, I really don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Okay, Just fair. to be honest, word word. Just to be honest. Yeah, I'm looking forward to checking that out. So yeah, uh, ninjas in Tokyo, do that. Pay attention to that. Get that shut up. Yeah, yo. yeah, yeah. We want to build with y'all more. Who do you do that with? 
Uh, actually, I do that with uh, John Davis, uh, Richie. These like old homeboys I've had like since like ten years plus. Like we all been here deep in the game, and you know this is an assortment of teachers, uh, designers, web, like just a little bit of everything. Okay, like, and how many of it is it? Just you and him? Uh, actually, it's like it's like I want to say that the core group is about ten people oh, all shit. together, but like very very rarely can I get all ten on. Okay. Like I might be able to get three. So it's like, hey, we try to record on Thursday or Friday, and then we just try to turn show around within a week's time. Cause like, okay. yeah, everybody has important. their own individual lives and responsibilities yep. and things yep. that they yep. have Bad. to do. It's so, Tokyo, man. Yeah, Everyone's busy. Bad. Can Bad. relate. Can relate. Yeah, I mean, we're getting. Yeah, and for our listeners, you know, episodes are coming out every Friday. Friday. Do I have a Friday, Friday. nigga? Friday drop. Friday night. I don't even know Friday. Peace. Again. Hello. Uh, we'd like to interrupt this podcast for just a second to let you know about our sponsor, Cal Combs. Go to calcombs.com to find yourself really dope gear, as well as his new album, Carmel, which released last December. Cal Combs is a really dope cat with really dope music, and he also supports the Mega Late Show, just like you probably should do as well. If you go to his website and purchase yourself any items on his uh, on the site, you can get yourself 25% off using the Mega Late Show promo code. That's right, just enter mega late show all lowercase no spaces and you can get yourself 25% off all purchases over $30 so show support to uh, the mega late show by supporting calcombs.com check that out now uh, thank you for the break and we're Friday, back Friday. to the show E1 yeah we got it ninjas and Tokyo's gotta get on a is that dope oh no <laughs> yo I'm fucking up I'm not even on the 404 Mega's on that 404 now uh, also again for our listeners Late is on the the Dex this time and he's doing the music live and I'm on the 404 which the only drop that I really know is the <laughs> applause <laughs> drop so check out those applauses from your guy Mega here um, yeah so shoot as I said to you earlier Scott let's go into like the new segment of the podcast what so do y'all want to uh, anything woo! in particular y'all want to talk about oh I got I got two joints that are kind of like 20 year old news before we don't have to talk about it long but I definitely want to just say that alright getting jiggy with it dropped 20 years ago oh my god getting jiggy with oh, it oh shit shout out to Brooklyn Terry shout out to Brooklyn Terry Hit it again. Oh, hit it again? Yay. Oh, okay. You got to get one of these drop machines. After yeah, after well, day, shit, dude. you know, um, yeah, That's you know, shit. I wasn't a big fan of getting jiggy with it, but Nas wrote those bars, and our guy Brooklyn Terry also did some of the choreography and was dancing in that video, so shout out to getting Yo, jiggy with it. That's the first song I do every time I'm in karaoke. Every single time. Getting jiggy with it. All right. Now that it hit 20 years, you should stop that. Speaking of getting jiggy (laughs) with it, Will Smith just uh, got an Instagram account recently, and he's dropping, like, wisdom on it. So y'all should check that out. When when is he not dropping wisdom? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I don't know. I didn't know any other platform. I I just found out. Like, I don't know if he has Facebook or whatever, but I'm on that Instagram. He is an inspirational Scientology guy. But he's dropping, like, you know, people always dropping wisdom, but he's, like, dropping some Will Smith is one of the few celebrities I actually respect and kind of look up to. I like Will Smith a lot. Yeah, that's I'm, that's my guy. Yeah, I am not. Man. How can I'm you not, not like him? I mean, for, for, uh, that's that's the better question. How can if you got if you really do not like Will Smith, you're a hater. Yeah, straight just, up. Just basically, you're just a hater. <laughs> I mean, there's so many projects that he's done that are like, just. He phenomenal. would really have like, to just shit on your lungs because you're from West Philadelphia, born and raised. Yeah, exactly. Nah, yeah, <laughs> on the playground. Yeah, bet. Oh, we got ATL. ATL. Okay, okay. You could probably okay. only hate on. Bet. 
Wild Wild West, but oh, besides that, I, I also uh, I also have <laughs> another I have another twenty year announcement. Uh, by the time this episode comes out, Camp Lowe's Uptown Saturday Night is also oh twenty years old. This is it. Yay. What? Where's my? This is it. Drop. There it is. This is it. Drop. Actually, that man, Camp Lowe's album. Like when I think about, and I'm from Atlanta. Y'all love me, Malcash. Shout out to Malcash. But my favorite duo in rap is always gonna be Camp Low. And I'm from Atlanta, but I but Camp Low has always been my shit. Like for rappers who can talk very, very courageously about money, yeah. Camp Low. And they, Camp Lou did it in a way that it wasn't too bougie. Uh, also, their slang, their uses yeah, of slang good, is very yeah, much them. When it's you a listen very to good it, answer, man. A, a lot of coded language that you just don't like. Dada-ism. They say shit. Yeah, yeah, they say a lot of. They say a lot of very interesting uh, things. I mean, yeah. Steve, you know that song, right? Lucini, Lucini. falling from the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, one yeah, of the one yeah. of the greatest. Yeah, I always time. tell people like, if you're a fan of Camp Low, you need to listen to Black Connection in order. A lot of people have never. Yeah, okay, one, so, two, three. One, two, and three. You need to listen to it in order. I don't think I've heard two. See, if you didn't listen to two, you're not. You won't understand three. Okay. Because it's a, it's 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 just a heist. Yeah. Ah. It's a heist, and they're kind of explaining everything, like how how's this gonna set up? How's this Yo, gonna that first out? black connection is dope as hell. Yes, but it's it's such a slow setup. And the the, the word the, I didn't know they would the, the jacked up part about it is two. The end of Black Connection two has the rawest Congo beat. And it it fades out, and I've been looking for the the that song. Yo, I fuck with this reason. guy heavy. I fuck with Scott Popular like, heavy guys. I have no, I'm with him. I'm with it. If anybody's listening to this shit, Hell and they're yeah. like, if you have the vinyl for Black Connection Two with the the last part of that song, I will pay you for it. If you have the vinyl, yo, y'all like how the beat cut off right there. I sure as fuck did. That was a dramatic drop right there, baby. Yeah, we know we were saying some real serious shit right there. That was a mic drop. We're very serious here. Yeah, um also to to speak to speak light into Camp Low, last year they came out with a demo version of Saturday Night uh, Uptown Saturday Night, okay. which is also fire. They got different versions of the tracks, the original demos. Yo, that Check shit that is out. Amazing. Another amazing. dope album. Yeah. And it's got a really raw, grimy like was that four last year? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I told you 2017 was so fire. Lots of lots of good music, man. Yeah, definitely check that out. Definitely really good, man. Like, check that out. More grimy, New Yorkish. Yeah, it sounds dirty. Even the version of Lucini that they do on that, different, dope, wonderful. Okay, I got some more news here. I mean, we don't want to talk about the Grammys, right? Nah, nah. Y'all know how we shout out to Kendrick Lamar. Tribe Called Quest should have won some shit. Dave Chappelle probably did something really cool. 444 should have won some shit. But um, here we go. As of January 23rd. Oh, can I say one thing about the Grammys, though? Yo, only 9% of the people nominated were women. And then one of the guys in the academy was like, yo, women should step up and, you know, represent themselves and be. It, I feel if women stepped up, they could be more represented. There's a room for that. Yeah. Yo, fuck all that bullshit, man. Like, Pick yourself up from your top bootstraps, artists women. Were women Ridiculous. And yeah, it's just some old white man shit. Ah, uh, ridiculous, ridiculous. That, you know what's like going to the Grammys thing, all right? So I'm with, I'm with my homegirl, and she's just like, what's this Christian music category? Like, there's Americana. I was like, see, that's the category that for, for Caucasians. They got to win something. So that's always there. Because <laughs> then, then, then I made the other argument. She was like, well, that's kind of fucked up. I was like, well, no, what's really fucked up is there's no, there's no Asian category either. You know, like there should like quite. I honestly, don't even know what category. Okay, this is just me. This is just me speaking. Not you guys got your opinion. I got mine. But quite honestly, why is there not a video game music Grammy? Why is there not an anime Grammy? 
Why? Like, there's so many other categories. I think America's like way too up on itself. Well, the Grammys is a popularity contest. I mean, maybe there's not enough payola coming in from the video game community to get them to get an award. You, no, 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 no. That's not true because if you think about it, the movie industry and the music industry don't make as much the, as the video game. The video game like, combined, they don't even make half of what the video yeah. game industry makes. Hmm. Interesting. I think uh, I think one of the things might be that a lot of a lot of um, music critics, especially some of the older heads, they don't consider video games art. They're, they're so, they don't consider and, and it art, think, whether it be the music, the think, video game design, or anything. They don't consider it art. I think that's a very very big mistake because when you think about it, like video games have a much more longevity, much more longevity. Like when you play a game, like you you have invested, like an album. All right, I'll listen if your if your shit is hot. If your shit is hot, I will listen. <laughs> With a hard T. Yeah, yeah, he said a hard T. <laughs> if your shit is hot, I, I will rock it. Maybe a week, two Word. weeks. If it's cla- it ain't gonna get saved to the drive. Word. If it's just as if it's hot. If it's a classic, I will I will save it. But like a, a game, like the average game right now, you got to put forty hours into it. Yeah. And if you just keep drilling your music into the player they, eventually they were like yo man I rock with this shit yeah so I, I tell all artists now that I work with like look man all these little deals they're trying to give you that's cool and all but like I'll tell you what a hot shit you could do put your music in a video game speaking of which one of my favorite one of my favorite MCs is transitioned to making video game music and that's what he does now Lupin? Nose One from Manticon he all he makes he's it's better, it's better he, money. he's making hella money it's now. Better he's money. balling now more than he ever did as an independent hip-hop. of the culture hip hop artist. He's making hella money making video game music and helping develop video games. Just Yo, shout out to me for playing so, Jet Set Radio last week. Yeah, yes. he, he's awesome he played game. hella Jet Set Radio. It was cool for me for the first five minutes or so, but then I was like, what the shit is fo- too too many BPMs. I can't <laughs> stop moving and shit. But yeah, I want to go back on um, the Grammys and if they did have a category for a best uh, video game with the best music, what right. would it be in your opinion? This year, Overwatch has some pretty good, decent ass tracks. Um, this year, this year is going to be kind of tough because I didn't play a lot of games as, mu- as much as I should have. But like o- overall, if I can give you my top three games with dope soundtracks, this is really unfair. Jet Set Radio is definitely on the upper echelon. I don't even think it needs to be in that category. Street Fighter, Third Strike, Second Impact. Woo! This is one of the... This is quite honestly, when you think about Street Fighter, Third Strike, that's... If you're a hip-hop head and you don't have that album, rethink your Yo, life. Yo, I wanted to mention that when we were talking about, <laughs> like, self-shading. That's the last Street Fighter I really, really fuck with. Not Wait, only for the technical When did part, that come out? That came out 2017? No, nah, that was... 2000... That was maybe 1999, the first one. Oh, the I thought one. we were talking about like video uh, games of last year. You're talking uh, about overall. He went and said his favorite of, of all oh, time. Of all time. Of all time. All time. Bad, but yo, bad. that loading screen music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get it on now. Choose to pick the best. Can, like the flow was like it's like Ken and Alex's stage. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, yeah. the flow was real. Yo, like, I might drop that shit right yeah, now. <laughs> like the, the flow was real. It's like it's like, like drop was, that shit. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I can't remember the flow just off the top of the head, but like definitely, if you if you're a hip hop head and you really like hip hop, you need Street Fighter Third Strike. 
Hmm. I'll have to check it out. Not it's, familiar it's, with it. It's definitely. I'm I had not a, familiar had with it. Ninety nine. It, it came out. Yeah, I was. I was uh, in my maybe eleventh, uh, tenth, eleventh year of high school, and I was really out trying this, to get the butt, yeah, not playing games. Yeah. <laughs> New York. This is a New York stage. That is pretty Damn. funky. Now, Capcom did now, it for the let, culture on this one. But let, let me tell you a little bit more about this. Okay, so the reason why these tracks are so good. All right, so if you think about the average song, right? The average song is about three minutes long, right? Street Fighter Round is only 99 seconds. So. On average? On, on average. No, no, no. The, the full length of the time is only 99 seconds. All right, right? you're right, you're right, you're right. It's you're 99 right. seconds. First round, second round, third round, right? So from the first round, somebody has to win, right? So there's a break where it mixes like next round, and it goes into it like flawlessly, like fluid. Then if you get to the third round, it goes into the next remix. So it means like if you beat the person two rounds, you don't even get to hear the la- you don't even get to hear the break. Then if you get past that and your beat goes into a judgment, then you get to hear the special part of the song. But that only happens if both of y'all get KO'd. Ah. Uh, oh wow. I didn't even know that. Right. Do we have a fax button on the 404? <laughs> fax. Do so, the knowledge. Do, yeah, the, do knowledge. the knowledge. You and ain't also, doing the education. And also, another thing that's like really, really cool about this time, this is a time when like Pharrell was trying to mesh like drum and bass and hip-hop with drum and bass and hip-hop at the same time. And I think like Clips had a couple tracks with Pharrell, and I think um, Busta had a couple, and they could never, ever really mesh and it still hasn't to me it still hasn't happened to this day where hip-hop and jungle have like have like merged like in a peaceful sense and it's like really jazz except for like ltg ltj bookham and conrad but that's totally different mc conrad yeah i mean uh, there's a few there's a few cats like dj hive was doing drum and bass hip-hop uh with like freestyle fellowship in the 90s around this time as well drum and bass and jungle used to be kind of my jam too but shout out to ltj ltj bookham i actually haven't spoken to anybody about ltj bookham in probably 15 20 years man yeah i don't i don't even know that yeah (laughs) old old drum and bass like like, i was never into into the rave scene but jungle and drum and bass like yeah that's it it, it was so close to hip-hop to me that i was just like yeah this is that's my love definitely jungle man that's uh the amen break right Absolutely. Yeah. So, so this game like hit me like really, really hard. I was like, "Yo, it's the music in this game. It's like that that makes me want to play even more." Word. And so, this is like if you really are a hip hop head and you just love break beats and like a really interesting mesh of music and how they actually put it down for from people who really do not have like the hip hop like the producers of this. These are all Japanese people. Yeah, for sure. And a couple like DJs uh, came in. That, came in to help out hideki okugawa yeah, made yeah. this track yeah hmm. and like when you, yeah when you Shout say that you're like, like and these are all people who are like really have like deep jazz roots sounds like it so a lot of it like really good but like on the when you when you play like 12 12 stages and um necro they bring into that that euro beat and actually dudley stage is so beautiful um Damn, I can't remember the name of the track right now, but it's, it's it's a gorgeous track. We'll have to definitely check that out, man. Well, shit, since since we're already going into the temperature check segment of the show, let's uh let's start asking some more questions. Like, uh, right, what ahead, type ahead. of hip hop shit are you listening to right now? Right now, um, what I'm listening to right now, um, Big Crit. Uh, I've been listening Word. to a, a Forever lot is a lately. mighty long time. The Forever new joint. Uh, it's good. I, uh, two weeks ago, I, well, not two weeks ago, earlier on another podcast, I said that um um. Big Bank was my favorite song. Fire. Was yeah, and then but as as I started to dive a little bit deeper, 
ox chord because of the things that he was saying about the song. It's just like, you know, sometimes you got to go back to pick up gems from like the analog days. Yeah. Because like a lot of people are like, oh, I'm trying to develop this new sound, I'm trying to, you know, make something dope. I'm like, dog, just go back and study some of the greats. I mean, to go back to the Grammys, it's a, right? It's a dope out. I mean, it's yeah. it's double it's a double CD, and mm. I don't get tired of it, which is an accomplishment because what double CDs are really so dope that you don't get tired of it? True, very true, true, very true. I true. mean, it, even even the great double disc albums of all time, like uh, Tupac's All Eyes on Me, some filler tracks in there that I don't ever need Lots to go back to. Lots of filler. To. Lots of uh, filler. Wu-Tang Forever. I mean, they got that song Black Shampoo with You God. Trash. No, there are almost no <laughs> trash front to back double album hip hop. Big Crit did that though. Album. Big Crit did that. I think. Yeah. I think the album is Outkast. Uh, uh, no, I wouldn't count that. Those as a were two. Album. Those were two. Those like, two separate two, projects. Two separate projects. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So word, that doesn't word. count. Um, who's your favorite MC of all time? I mean, all right. Let's wait. Wait. No, no. I can answer that. I'll bet. Oh. Um, Shock G. Whoa! Why? <laughs> <laughs> really? Really? Yo, the one that put this out in your hands. Let me tell you. He's about to explain. He's about to explain. And you're not talking about Shock G. You're talking about Humpty Hump. Right, right. But no, I'm I mean, I'm talking about Shock G. Yeah, I'm talking about Shock G, but I mean, that is that is the guy. Let's talk about like that motherfucker's a triple changer, dog. Like, dude. He's dope. That's what you do. Like, I tell, like, look, if you're going to be an artist, have an alter ego so that way if you fuck up you can just blame it on your alter ego and these dumb fucks will believe you have an alter <laughs> ego i always tell people like look man you want to do something fucked up make sure you oh, got an man. alter ego to blame all the shit on you shit. never know i, I mean I, I, I don't disagree with I deal it. with these days legal cases yeah, <laughs> yeah i definitely don't don't disagree with it if you, if, if you can if you can go ahead and set up like you know prior prior reason that you might be crazy cool That'll, that'll go through that your hey. lawyer will ride on that but shock g though i shock mean g. yeah that's an interesting i mean i don't be... even I, I does he have solo albums like no, i don't even no it's just it's, <laughs> it's just it's just okay all right shining moment um what's the name of the west coast we all is it we all in the same game or when the peace album all in the same game i think it was all in the same game it was like it's one so, of those two. so basically he did both like you know he had to do both voices. He had to do Shock G and he had to be Humpty Hump at the same time. He he was able to drop positivity in both spectrums. He was wearing two different characters. Man, there hasn't been another rapper like that in God knows how long. Oh, I didn't know he had two yeah. verses on that. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, in theory, it's one play, verse. Play some, play some Shock G from a man over here. Look, if you go... What is he gonna put? The Humpty Dance yeah, is the one look. track he might have. Yeah, Humpty Dance. No, he also did a track with Merce back in the early 2000s too. I mean, Shock G is a I think I only got guy, one thing. and uh, obviously he was instrumental to Tupac's career. Um, oh, but yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, exactly. If there, no, no, no Shock G, no Digital Underground, probably. And I'm gonna say something, and people gonna hate this. Roots, dope, dope band. Digital Underground, fucking amazing. I think Digital Underground would I, give I take the issue, roots. I take issue with you saying fine. dope and then just... I mean, uh, the roots are amazing. They are amazing. But, but albums of but, 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 but I will... Th Digital Underground would give them a run for their money. With Digital their one album that came out 25 years no, ago? No, 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 Interesting. No, no, no. Have, Interesting. You, have you ever... No, this, no. Have you ever seen Digital Underground live? Nobody. Of course not. <laughs> okay. Are they touring now? I mean, no. I no, 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 no. Okay, all right, all right, all right. Sorry. Okay, okay. Got to drop down some some knowledge because you guys don't know. 
How old? I definitely don't know that much. Okay, so let me give you guys a little bit more. Gym. I think Tupac was the last person to see Digital Underground. Exactly, <laughs> probably. All right, so um, let's jump into the time machine. Actually, let's not even jump into the time machine. Let me just give you the keys to the car. I'm 40 years old. Oh, word. I'm 40. Okay. So I used to work for WRAS Atlanta, album 88.5 FM in Atlanta, Georgia. Shout out to Georgia Tech. Mm, that's Georgia State. Georgia State. So, so Georgia State was the was actually the biggest student-run national syndicated radio station in the United States of America. So we broke a lot of albums on that show. Oh, here's Shock right here. Yeah. Yeah, that might be my favorite Tupac single. <laughs> that or How Do You Want It? I do love that song. Yeah. Really? Yeah, without Digital Underground, I no Tupac. That's that's guaranteed. No man, Tupac was such a force that I made it. You mm-hmm. never know. Nah, they opened the door. They did. They opened they did. the door. That's but I still don't see how this relates to him being like. That's not a credit for his rhyming ability. No, no, it was just like. Well, I guess I always I said favorite MC of all time. So just maybe that contributes yeah. for you. Yeah, for me, okay. like Shock G. When whenever I ask me like, who's your Shock G, man? It's just like, it's to me, it it relates so much. It's like. To be able to step outside of yourself and do something else. I haven't seen any other rapper do that in so long. Okay. I mean, there are there are other rappers out there. Well, I mean, really hip-hop lost a lot of its biodiversity after money really crept in. We lost a lot of the comedy albums. We lost, we lost a lot of the biodiversity that used to exist in hip-hop. There used to be a space for it. And then after, like, 97, that was kind of not a thing anymore. Speaking of getting jiggy with it, the jiggy era and the era of, uh, you know... Lavish, uh, you know, things of that nature. There's no space for comedy rap like that. Uh, how close do we get to comedy rap ever anymore? Well, there was Afro Man that did comedy rap. Little Dicky. Little Dicky, yeah. There's. Lil- I think there's more biodiversity now because it's so. There's so many ways to release your own music. But for a while, that just didn't. Major labels weren't picking up comedy rappers that much. Lost a lot of biodiversity. We had Skilo and you know. It's interesting. Well, but yeah. What do you guys think about nerdcore? I mean, I listen to a lot of. Uh, do you know the Thought Criminals? No, I never heard of them. I mean, they toured Mega Ran. Those are like my homies and okay. shit like that. Yeah, I don't know a lot. Nerdcore. Adam Warrock, Mega Ran. Right. Like, I think, I mean. Sulfur, uh, Michael Kill. Like, those are the homies. They're all. If you listen to Spotify, I'm sure that their names come up if you type in nerdcore. They're on those lists. Yeah. Really I, dope guys. I think, I think if, if I became a rapper. I definitely go into nerdcore. I, th- I think that I think that would definitely be an avenue to, to pursue. Because Scott, well, you're Scott. Do you not rap? Kicker <sighs> sixteen. Oh, no. Here oh, that's comes. dope. That's oh, shit. Okay, here we right, go. Right, here, right, we here we go. go. Exclusive. So you do you, you do make music? You rap? No, 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 no. Like, okay, I'm I'm like the nerdcore version of Suge Knight right now. That's, that's what you're hanging, you hanging yo, motherfuckers yo, over yo, the balcony. Hey, yo, man, yeah, yo, nigga, can we play this out? Yeah. Can we play this out? Yo, <laughs> uh, in the in the manga Kisaten, like just walking up on somebody. Like, yo, what's up on that manga? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, yo, uh, yo, I, I heard you got good drawing skills. Why yeah. don't you come sign to my manga house? That's right, right man. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm doing, man. 
Hanging them out for the. I'm gonna come to hard this visit. <laughs> I'm gonna hop for the roof of the Sunshine Building, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm shaking nerds for their change over here in uh, Tokyo because yeah, I can. Yeah. But no, no. I th- I think if I if if I ever dropped, I would definitely go nerdcore because I, I mean, you know, coming from Atlanta and moving to a, coming from Atlanta and moving to Tokyo, it's an eye-opening experience. You know, like I was talking to somebody today. I was like, man, it's it's it's, it's so refreshing. Not to be reminded about how many people are getting killed every day outside. And when I go back to the States, I'm like, how does this happen? Hmm. Like, it's so weird to me. Like, you know, even being born in that culture. And then, you know, when you step outside, it's like when you live in Japan, a very peaceful place. It's like, yo, man, guys, we need to fix this. And and a lot of people like complain about Japanese hip hop. It's like it doesn't have enough soul and it's not enough animosity. Like the world shouldn't even be like that. First and foremost, okay. If you're glorifying people getting shot and shit like that, like like, and you think that's cool, apparently you've never seen anybody get shot or die in front of you, because that's gonna change your mind. I mean, one of the news points I was going to make earlier is that China banned rap music from being yeah, on the radio and too. on the internet. Right. And the reason they did it is that they didn't want. Uh, they didn't want to show celebrities with tattoos, rappers, uh, and morbid content. And they're saying that this is because, like, um, you know, it's not good for the larger state of China. Uh, you know, I mean, like, the power, the national power of China. But some people were saying that it, the ban is also kind of because it's it the music inherently hip hop is very political it kind of projects yeah, and preaches this anti-authoritarianism that they also don't want to have China but it's not but, about that but at the same time like you have to think about the way that these chinese people are projecting themselves when they're those type of rappers who are vulgar and doing things like like some of our rappers do i mean how how much in the trap are you if you're in china you know what I mean? How much yeah, drug yeah. dealing and, and how much of that is actually authentic and how much of that is them parodying what they perceive to be black music. And even black music has become kind of a parody of itself. We 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 have so many people who are projecting this idea of violence and, and, and gangster and toughness that you can you can be an actor. Rick Ross never was a drug kingpin. He worked at a correctional facility, and we allow him to make his art, which is projecting this idea. And it reminds me of this Joy Badass quote that I just saw um, the other day. He said, music is the most influential force in the world. Pay attention to what's being uh, played over the radio and what's being saturated because it's something about that generation. And that's why I've never been big about gangster rappers a lot of them i don't fucking believe you and i'm not big about it, like uh projecting this drug culture idea so i just can't get with little wayne and that's what i was talking about steve's uh, about the buffoonery of little wayne and i can i when you listen to mega ran mega ran is he's, he's rapping he's talking about his life experiences him being a black person within the geek community and how that affects um americans views of his masculinity because it's kind of a nerdy thing to do and aren't you supposed to like jordans and shit like that so i mean i i i fuck with nerdcore more than i fuck with little wayne to be honest with you it's just it's it's an interesting I mean, thing, it's man. just it's just a you know a result of the popular hip-hop music through a lot of people's golden age or when they started listening to rap being gangster rap so the masses gravitated towards that and i mean the listeners and the future rappers so yeah. a lot of the future rappers Created a lot of genuine fakes yeah but i mean <laughs> genuine fakes I but like i mean that. just on average i'm still in that like uh <laughs> 
since more future rappers listen to that, the better MCs are going to come out of that pool, I think. So a lot of them are going to have that kind of content or yeah. they may or like they came from that background already. So that's yeah. just how it is. Well, once money stepped into the game, into into the scene, like uh, black people lost control of their music, man. Like the shit that's popular. It's a reason why it's popular. And it ain't no black dude. It ain't largely black dudes who are running who are running fucking Atlantic Records. What do you always say? The 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 clear channel act? The yeah, I mean, oh, no, the Telecommunications Act of, of 1996 completely changed music. And people don't pay attention to that, but they're running everything. And that's what I was talking about with Spotify is that, man, the payola is still seeping into Spotify. Mm. What's popular, just because it's on the yeah. internet and everybody can put it out, doesn't mean that it's gaining actual popularity by people just hearing about it and listening to it. A lot of that shit is payola. They're putting you on the playlist with with popular artists so you can get that extra click and like. And it's, it's very different now. And so I agree with you, Scott, that it is refreshing to be in Japan and to experience the culture in a way that doesn't remind you of all of these negative things that are being kind of exalted in american hip-hop music again i don't listen to i don't i i decide what i listen to i'm not on a playlist type of thing where shit is being shuffled around and because if you all pop music is like that if you just sit down and you hear a song 20 times it gets stuck in your head and it's good for that and it's made to do that so i find it i find it interesting man i'll 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 fuck with japan being safe even even where I live now, like in Ikebukuro, it's grimier than a lot of places. Like mm. the, the somebody just got cut up at the Lost Since One Hundred. Oh, Ikebukuro is fucking. They fucking be grimy, stealing man. wallets out here. The other day, the other day, I, <laughs> that's, yo, that's all these little hotel called Atlanta around the corner. That's the that's the <laughs> spot I be pointing out to Lake when we walk past, right down it's the street. Wait, it's what? It's, it's called, called Atlanta. Atlanta. If you go in, <laughs> no, 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 I didn't. I didn't even crack a smile when no, it, you it's, like, it's, like dog. It's facts, facts. So it really Roaches. is called Atlanta. Roaches. Uh, oh, you been Check. to that one? <laughs> Roaches. Yeah. Checkered, I mean, checkered floors. It's grimy, man. But I mean, at the same time, like, I could just, at, at three o'clock in the morning while I'm walking home, I'm not worried about a group of five young dudes, man. Like, what are y'all going to do? Like, nobody. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, I just, you know, don't get punched in you the face. You be in that, I wish you would mode. I, I, a lot of times, when I came home from Kevin's birthday party you. a couple weeks ago, bro, I was walking home stumbling, like, please test me. I love it. <laughs> I love it. None of y'all never been punched in the face like that. Tanaka I'll would. scoop you up and drop out. you on your... And I'll, I just just break your arm on principle. You know, Here's a Kimura for you. Top. All right, I got to go home now. Not even reporting to the cops, you know what I mean? Just... Yeah, it shows up on fucking Tokyo Reporter the next you week. See him skipping Gaijin escaped. <laughs> Hella happy. I just fucked that dude up. Speaking of which. Yeah, yeah. I mean... So... Uh, uh, but, yeah... I forget we kind of went off a tangent, and I'll, I'll blame myself for that. <laughs> but but yeah, man, um, be careful what you listen to, and check out Nerdcore. Yeah. Uh, wait, I got Straight one up. more question for you. Yeah. Uh, a, a temperature check, and we've been asking every all of our our uh, Steve, yes. all of our folks. Steve, why don't you hit him with it? The Kambini question. Okay. Uh, marry, fuck, kill. What com- what Kambinis fall into what categories? What's up? No, give us the three options. Hold on. Mary fuck kill. Mary fuck kill. Would you uh out of uh Family Mart? Oh, Mary fucking kill. Lawson. So I got to marry one, fuck one and 711. 711. Marry one, fuck Damn. one, kill the other. We getting married at Family Mart. Definitely. My guy. Boom. All right. We all right. All right. Here. We definitely getting married. All right. Yeah. We doing it. Where's Where's the prices right, Horn? <laughs> no, I'm a, I, I don't. <laughs> I, I, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not doing the drops right, man. I, I got to pay more we attention to it. We definitely get married at Family Mart. I'm, um, I'm saying. Who we going to fuck? 
Seven Eleven because I can get that in America. Power. So we're gonna have to off Lawson's. No, 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 no. We're not off in Lawson. Wrong. We're gonna off Sad. Yamazaki. No, no, no. You only no, have no, the three no. options. You only have the only three those options. Three. Yeah. Yeah. Yamazaki Very doesn't fall you. into the category. No. Damn it. Lawson, 7 Eleven. So think well, carefully. Wait a minute. Why, wait a minute. Why and don't it? kill my Deli Yamazaki too. Man, <laughs> trash. They've been fucking up. They've been trash. fucking up forever. Dude. Trash. Bruh, I don't they, like they how they got the food outside and you can just grab the tone cops. All right. So do you know the history of my Deli out of the situation? It's a bakery. They're, oh, they're not a good, that's why they, they got the they bread. They first started off as a bakery, and they were like, "Okay, we're making cheese, so we're gonna just switch to this to the convenience store market." But they weren't ready for it. How hard is that they name, ready. though? Deli Yamazaki, baby. I do like the, the name, name is a lot. dope. Name is I hard. Like the the name is, I would that say that name. that is the best name. The, yeah. the best name. And actually, it, I, I have another connection with it. Like the the character I play in uh, KOF is named Yamazaki. So I always I was like, "Oh, that's dope." But yeah, they they're the, they're the fuckest. They're the fuck boy of convenience stores. Yeah. Word. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna and Don't ever go to Sunkiss in your whole life. <laughs> Trash. I, wanna, I wanna go to uh, fighting games. You said you play Tekken. Yeah, I've never really uh, fucked with King of Fighter I, before. I fuck man. with uh, I fuck with Tekken hard, man. Tekken? Yeah. Like, well, who's I'm, your favorite character? Man, I love Good this new question. Tekken, but if I can't fuck with it until Marduk gets in. Cause I, uh like, your man? Gigas Gigas is alright. Like I I like the uh, down down three four. Which just gives you the power armor, but like I need, I need cornered beast, cause like I hate when video like that this Valley Tudo uh, shit right yeah, there. Valley, it's not the Valley Tudo shit. What it really is is like the one thing I like better that Bandai Namco. Mega, do you know what they're talking about? Valley Tudo, I know in in terms of actual fighting yeah, combat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm sure. guessing that's his style. The yeah. character style. But is like Valley Tudo, the, the yeah. one thing I, that I really South American I, Brazilian I've always disagreed with when video games, especially fighting games, the big characters are always slow. I've never really understood this whole. You saying that because you're a giant human and you're like, I got to be faster as a giant of human. Of course, have you think about the NFL? Like yeah. these people are prime, prime human, meta humans. It's some. Like, they got to balance it out, you know. Like they probably got a lot of power. But there's no reason. There's no reason. Okay, if we think about they, this honestly. There's no reason why some five foot eight Japanese guy is going to be able to knock out this fucking six eight. He weighs three hundred pounds, like full fullback. Okay, right. Like just that's why everyone's gonna that's choose why that character classes. though, because yeah, everyone right, right. has to be at there that are weight classes. Yeah. You are uh, fact checking and dismissing every Jet Lee, Jackie okay. Chan, he would uh, get and his Bruce ass Lee. Broke yeah. the fuck off. Let's, like you, you get. Well, I think Bruce Lee yeah. would I mean, really. If, kill if, but that's, if that's unfair he, for the other characters though. If that character was just such a then everybody takes force. No, I mean, but if you take a guy, uh, if you take a small fighter, say for example, you take. Anderson Silva, 165 pounds, and you put him up against somebody like Anthony Joshua, who's like a six foot six, tremendous boxer. Right. I'm gonna give. I'm. I'm gonna think that Anderson Silva beats Anthony Joshua in a in a combat situation, a, a live combat situation. Because it's not work? boxing. Well, not only that, because Anderson Silva has more tools. He yeah, still okay. hits hard enough, and okay. I'll, and I'll give you that. he can. And uh, I'm talking about prime Anderson, by okay. the way. Okay. And right, okay, if okay. worst <laughs> comes to worst, uh, you can. A boxer, you can ankle pick him. They don't know. You, you could just do an easy takedown, ankle pick him, get on top. They don't know anything about it. Yo, y'all give me some of that game. candy, man. I didn't know y'all was in here snacking oh, yeah. on candy and shit. <laughs> yeah, man. We got mad. I relapsed on that candy and shit. <laughs> Jolly I told myself an hour ago. Yo, I got gummy bears. I would quit that candy. I got life Take it away from me. Yeah. My man I was wondering what all, all that, that smacking in the mic was. I was like, what are these niggas doing? <laughs> <laughs> my bad, my bad. Scott they said he was going to jam it like 30 minutes ago. I yeah, thought he was yeah, going to finish it. Enjoying delicious shit. And I'm over here on the damn 
keyboards and stuff. But to go back to your point, yes. I, I agree with that matchup and that that's in a sense would be equal. But like my whole thing in the video games, like why do they keep making the big characters like ridiculously slow? And that's why I like Marduk, because Marduk is not slow. Word. Also he has an ill ass name. Yeah. Marduk. Marduk is fire. It's as ill as Grimjo. And yeah. that game has a lot more. <laughs> you know, Marduk is a Sumerian name for uh, the, the planet, the planet uh, that came laugh through Tiamat and, and, it, and it created the solar system. Marduk. Really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. It created the, uh, it, it, it's the one that broke up uh, the planet that was in between uh, Mars and Wait, Jupiter. What is this? Is that Marduk. Nibiru's twin is brother? Is some kind of yeah. philosophy? Well, yeah, it's All Sumerian, right. I think. Um, while I, while I fact check myself. So uh, that's the one that created the asteroid belt. Yeah, Marduk. Uh, yeah, it destroyed Tiamat, and Tiamat was like Earth before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah all that shit. Also, Marduk Word. was. Um, he was also a god. Well, you know, the story of the planets were based off of the names of the gods and shit. So it, it has a lot to do with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Marduk was also the character who wore the yellow and the red hat. Oh wait, my bad. That's Nega Duck. I'm fucking up. Yeah. Now that <laughs> no, I also I also used to use that that name as one of my rap names back when I used to do shit too. Wait, what about Kazuya? How do you feel about Kaz? Kaz is hot. I mean, he's just like. Hey, can you guys tell us a little bit more about this? Because I have no right, idea so this, what you're talking we're, about. We're talking about Tekken. Still? We're, talking about Tekken. we're still Tekken talking Tekken about Tekken. Now, now recently I just watched. Um, was it Devil Devil Man? Devil Man Crybaby, yeah, anime, the new, the Netflix one, yeah, the Netflix one. And I was like, as I watched it, I was like, okay, this is the inspiration for Kazuya. Hmm. This, but I still think Hayashi is like that's 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 prime parenting right there. Like your kids, your kid is never gonna learn until you throw him into a volcano. Mm. So Mm. there. Yo, can I? I had a question. Fighting game with the best storyline. Super oh. Smash Brothers. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't kind of want to agree with you. Um, because, man, it's... No, no, oh, oh, I got Fighting it. Fighting game? With Fighting game with the best storyline, best soundtrack, too. Oh, you Def have the Jam. double jam? Vendetta. Oh. <laughs> Def Vendetta. That was the best. Dude, that was an awesome movie. I don't care what anybody says. That's like, to me... When That's the second one, right? Vendetta? Yeah. The one with, like, a Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was the boss and Sticky Fingers like double... Oh, damn, spoilers. Anyway. <laughs> I, think, I think it's about 20 years, it's like 20 sticky years old Sticky Fingers now. like double crosses you and then Buster like, like, nah, man, this ain't right. And he like, he bounces out. Like, seriously, that that storyline is dope as hell. That was fire. Who do you play in that game or who's your character? Is it a no, 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 character? No, 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 no. You know, you make your own character. <clears throat> oh, shit. That was the dopest part. Like, you had like gold chains and then you, you had a hoochie. If you lost that first fight, <laughs> just because you don't get to, you don't get to. Oh, who's in that game? Little Kim. I don't know. Joe Budden. Joe Budden. Uh, Ghostface. Red oh, Man. Is. Method is Man is in that. Yeah, like the, so. the whole, the whole roster. I, I mean, uh, but that's. But you know. to think about it, like when you, in, in, re, in retrospect, it's like to have, to have that, that musical asset, like as Def Jam as a company, to approach a video game company, like, hey, we want to make a, a fight, a wrestling game. And we're going to use the THQ engine, which is also the same engine. <laughs> I hear Lake queuing up a song. I'm like, no. Oh, you're tripping, man. No. No, that was fire, man. It's creep. It's creep. It's, it's ATL shit. I, I, I can rock with this. But okay, so we're going back into it. So basically, the, the guys at Def Jam met up with um, Ukes from THQ. And he was just like, look, man, this is like, this is like very ex- experimental. This is like, look. You make wrestling games, right? This is before the wrestling games blew up. This is the guy who made that engine. And they were like, we're Def Jam. 
we want to make this wrestling fighting game. Can you do this? He's like, yeah, I got this dope-ass engine, which actually turned into the whole wrestling WWE games. Straight. Oh, interesting. And they were like, all right, we got some money, and we, we this is what we want you to model these characters after these rappers. And don't worry about the music, because we're going to give you a whole Def Jam collection. Bet. And, wow. like, that was a dope-ass game. And, like, the story for it is so hot. It's like, the dude, the funny part is, you know the dude from Blackish? He's in that game. Anthony he's one of Anderson? The, yeah, he's one of the, the father. He's he's one of the main characters in that game. And I think the second, the second, the second or the first one, yeah. So, I mean, this is where things started beginning. It's like, you know, just to have, like, an experimental concept. Put it together and see what happens. I was just checking to see what when it came out. 2003. Yeah, it was, it was, it was a dope-ass game. So, that game, for a fighting game, that's the best story. Fighting game, by far. And all the new Mortal Kombat, which are... But then again, uh, they, got, they, got, they got Warner Brothers money. Yeah. And they reset the timeline or some shit? I mean, it's it's, oh, a, really? dope, it's a dope That's ass game to shameful. play like, as a movie. Damn it, late. You know, you, now I got oh why oh why I got fucking <laughs> creeps stuck in my head. That's why I didn't want him to play it. Just because this it always gets stuck in my head. Is this organized noise? Yes. Yes. Fucking Wait, amazing, man. Is it? Shout, shout I'm out to sure. Or- I'm not yeah. sure. They did waterfalls. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they did creep. Maybe I think, uh, I think uh, they were fucking with them heavy. Yeah. Shout, shout out to organized noise. Um, actually, last September I, I went to Stank on your studios. Oh, wow. Dope. I fucked up, though. So I'm going to go ahead and apologize on the radio. My bad, Mr. DJ. I'll fix that shit. <laughs> I, 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 I fucked up. How'd what you did fuck you up? do? What happened? So, Outcast DJ, Mr. DJ. Um, uh, a member of Organized Noise. Organized Noise. Yeah. Um, real cool dude. We're still cool and whatnot. But this is me being too Japanese. So, we go in the stank on you. And I'm. So, I'm basically managing this group. And we're gonna record another song, and then Mr. DJ comes in, is like Scott, do you need anything else? And I was like, Nah, man. Like you just letting me use your studio to record these tracks is is so much. It's more than anything I've ever needed. Like I like I like I can't ask you to do anything else. He was like, Are you sure? And I was like, Yes, I'm sure. Like, and that was just me being Japanese, and I didn't really understand that he was actually saying like my nigga I'm trying to jump on this shit and it just just flew the fuck oh, over really? my head ah. and so Dirty shouts out to Dirty Boy Social Club this motherfucker come to the studio he is fucking super livid with me cause he was just like I am so mad at you Scott right now but I understand how you fucked up I know why but I'm still mad at you so I apologize that's what happened wait you think he wanted to help with production oh he or definitely did do some vocals no, no, he wanted to help with production. Oh, wow. And my dumb ass didn't... Me being didn't Japanese... Wow. No, no, sorry, not me being fucking just so much in this... Out here too long. Yeah, being here too damn long, I was just like, nah, man, I can't ask you to get on this. And I was like... Huh. And so in hindsight... You know, that's I, a tremendous loss, and I would feel bad yeah, a lot. Yeah, <laughs> tremendous loss. I, I fucked that up. But, uh, but hopefully, you know, it'll come back around. That's what's up. Yo, so let's um let's take a break. All right, so yeah, Mega Late Show. We've got Scott Popular here, uh, tremendous human being. Obviously, he yeah. knows a lot about oh, wait, video wait. games. One more question. Go ahead. Uh, favorite member of the Woo? I got. I, I gotta only choose one. Theodore. Yes. Hey. Ghostface. Ghostface. Shout out to the Golden Eagle. Ghostface. I, I wanted to say meth, but like fish scales. 
Wow, that's tremendous pretty late. No, wow. that's a, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous album. Wow. I think it's criminally underrated, yeah. actually, Fish yeah. Scale. No, Fish that's scale. a great album. Fantastic album. Fish Scale is ridiculous. And, okay, now, let me ask you guys a question. We're talking about comedy rap. I thought Fish Scale was a comedy album. I, I was I was laughing my ass off. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's not. It's but not, I mean, but like, Ghost is a pretty funny guy. I think yeah. too. I think he's a pretty funny guy. Yeah. White man screams, swim stark sharks. Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that's a really good album. Yeah, yeah, sure. All right, Mega Late Show 2018 episode 23 with Scott Popular. Doing that we'll be right back. What it do, Scott Popular on the ones and twos, and you are listening to the Mega Late Show. The only show you need to listen to, goddammit, go get it. ATL, ho. Muchos arigatos. Tokyo. Shit, I like it already. Mega Late Show, episode 23. We're back from that slight commercial break. Mega uh, Late. Right now, we're going to get into our weather report Oop. portion of the show. And today, we only have one weather report, and it's coming from Mr. Popular himself. What's going on? And today, on? we are going to play a track. Uh, the latest about the queue up. And whenever you're ready late, I'll go ahead and let you introduce the song. Scott? All right. ATL, folk, you know how I do. You know how I do. I'm Eastside, but them boys come from the South Side. This is Liquor Stove from Earth Gang. If you don't know, you should know, and now you do. God damn it. Let's go. Liquor Stove. Yeah, I think our fans is going to recognize this. We we also, whether the episode comes out before or after, because we recorded two today, I also just played this track from my weather report on our year-end wrap-up. Uh, one of my favorite tracks from last year, even though it didn't come out last year. Just phenomenal. Fire. Bars. Venus and Doc are just ill. This that might see 25 The name I see for my partners Now I ain't so sure they died That I hope this smoke dry my eyes My kinfolk right outside with the rental Pinto limo, zimbo, titty flow, windstorm Stage coach, wormhole, six fold Long as the shit go This is the embodiment Of, of like pure ATL flow Like when, think so? when I, I really do think so Cause like when a lot of people are like Oh, this is all mumble rap. Like, no, 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 no. Like, Absolutely actually, not, no. This is, the delivery is very, very Southern. And and their cadence is also very Southern as well. Like, they can rap at a high speed, but they can still hold their breath. Like, I, I've actually, like, studied their, their flow a little bit, and I'm actually extremely jealous. They use a lot of um, very um, interesting poetic devices that you don't hear from a lot of Southern rappers anymore. But they do come from, I mean, it seems to me like they're influenced by the lineage of like, you know, Dungeon Fam, where they're stylers. They're still lyricists. They still got content. They still have uh, high technical ability. And also they're fucking, they're fresh. I mean, these guys got swagger. Uh, to to use the term, but yeah, but like both even, Venus and Doc are just bars. But even before that, like I think a lot of people just don't know. But Atlanta is still like one of like when you think about Atlanta music, like from my when I grew up, we're talking about Freaknik. I'm talking like uh, oh shit, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about like Luke. 
um, Kilo Ali, um, Magic Mike, like booty shake tapes. Like that's 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 my era. That's how I grew up. Where where rappers had to rap a little bit faster because the BPM on the track was was a lot higher. You got a Freak Nick T-shirt. <laughs> Oh, they got the Freak Nick t-shirt. That should be the cover for uh, for the episode. (laughs) (laughs) I want to take a picture of that. Yeah, that shit is dope. This shit is old. It looked old. It used to be white. Freak Nick 94. Oh, damn. What you get that from your mom and dad? My dad, man. Hey, shout out to... uh, the latest, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, yeah. Later, yeah. You, you, you one up on me. I, I got a Free Nick '96 T-shirt that oh, I only shit. wore once, and I, I'm gonna frame it. Oh wow! You wanna frame it. But like, no. Going back to Earth Grade, like I think this is just, it's just so ATL, and this this beat is just like, it's not too pop. It's got a lot of soul in. It. I'm glad oh, they yeah. put like a female vocal in it. Like this girl did a fantastic job oh, singing on the track. Yeah. She really, she really puts the cherry on the top of the track, man. Yeah. I, I love, I love Spillage Village. I love their mu- music. I love their movement. I think that Black is dope. Uh, Jitty Jid, Jid is dope. Mm. I mean, Earth Gang. I'm, I'm totally expecting them to pop, man. I just need them to. I, I didn't care as much for their, their, um, their two EPs that came out last year. Right. There's a few tracks there, but a few tracks are really missing for me. I think they once they, they need somebody in there to, to, to do something. I don't even know what it is, but I, I. I want to hear a full-length project from them that is really focused with some good engineering behind it and some different production choices. And during the break, you were talking a little bit about your expectations with them signing with um, Dreamville, with right. with uh, with uh, J. Cole's label. What, what do you think about that? Well, I think it's a good fit because lyrically, I think they're, they're of that echelon. They're not I, like... I agree. They're, you know, it's not like basic ABC rapper. Like, there's a... There's, very sound cadence their word choice their word play is excellent and just to be on a label with j cole i think the president is already high it's like you gotta rap to at least his level right and with that being said it's like you gotta bring your a game all the time like now at the same time you also gotta think about the charts okay let's 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 not forget that like cash these, these men are are giving their craft to the world and they should be paid for it. And they got to figure out some way to maximize that. So yes. Do you have to sacrifice your art to be commercial and pop? I don't think you have to, but you got to find a, like a really comfortable medium. Sure. Yeah. And like for me, I think, I think by essence, if their music is, is their style, their personas are interesting enough that they don't have to make too many concessions to, um, you know, any any of the executive producers that are saying you need to make this type of track, you need to make that type of track. I'm not sure if I think that they have the artistic power, especially with J. Cole, to not do that. But they don't have the machine behind them. Like mm. Jid didn't have the machine behind him. Right. Because Jid should have been on the double XL I'm uh you yes, know freshman class. Have. Um, Jid should have been getting a lot more recognition. If you if you talk to people of the culture, they are all talking about Jid. But who is not talking about the culture? Uh, I mean, about Jid is the music outlets. It's not people like uh, Hip Hop DX. It's not like if the machine, um, you know, Double XL is not behind Jid like that. But you listen to Method Man and Black Thought kill a fucking freestyle, and then Method Man's like, Yo, yo, don't 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 skip the track. That's Jid. That beat is Jid. I mean. You're talking when you talk to people of the culture. I think they 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 exemplify what what hip hop can and should be to to a large degree. And I don't know if they're going to blow. 
I, I don't know if they'll blow like a Kendrick. Yo, Scott, uh, I was just back in the city for the holidays, but I wasn't really out there like that. Hmm. How How is Spillage Village being received right now? I know Black is very popular, but how's the rest of the crew doing? I mean, I don't have any affiliation with them at all, but from what I'm seeing, like, Black is their, this is their forerunner. This is yeah, the this is yeah. the hip hop RB guy. This is the guy that we can like. Okay, he's easy to sell. The he's, first to blow too, and he, and he's, he's easy to swallow. Like our culture, well, just you know, people in general. Like R and B, we can quickly understand it. It's about love. It's nothing violent. We can sell this guy. He cut. His, he just recently cut his dreads off. This is oh this, yeah. This is more. We can put. They, him in they probably seat. got somebody we, talking about can, his fashion and, and everything. Can, you know, you know, and this is all marketing. Like, there's a lot of like, the music is great. Don't get me wrong, the music is great. But like, when you think of it as a business, now you got to think about your commercial image. I mean, this is certain things that you got to, you have to. Unfortunately, sorry, hold on. You don't have to change it, but if you want to see success a little bit faster, consider it. Kendrick looking a lot more flashy and and, and well dressed. For this sure, year. for sure. You know, see, so got somebody behind him on that. Yeah, so, I mean, and of course, you're gonna have somebody behind you if, if they're paying for it. Yeah, because they're gonna look at you as an advertising entity. Yeah. They're gonna be like, okay, well, look, you have, you have the numbers. Now, can you wear the shirt? Because if you can wear the shirt, then you can help me sell, and we can help each other out. These are business transactions. This is how we're gonna. This is how we're gonna grow each other's brand simultaneously. And I think a lot of artists don't forget about that. This, this is not the 90s This is not the age where You can just say Okay my music is good Nah bro And you had DJs of the culture Who were breaking those records right. And putting them out to people It's, it's not, not like that anymore It's not like that anymore Like the internet has given us All access to Like <laughs> Unlimited amounts of access Right I mean I know a lot of artists Who just They just totally skip The American market They'll go out to Just some They'll go to England Or they'll go to like Dominican Republic Or they'll come to Japan and they're like, okay, I found a, I found a little pocket here. They're gonna give me some money. I'm gonna take the seed money, go back, and just kind of like just build upon that. I mean, most, I mean, a lot of people don't see those opportunities, but they're yeah. definitely there. A lot of a lot of early '90s and '80s artists are still touring constantly, living yes. in Europe, and they well, respect the culture out there. The like club that. here, Vision, does a classics night almost every month, and that's strictly old school, old school New York artists, artists yeah. pretty much. Yeah. But Japan is a little different. That is true. I will say the the one problem about Japan is like they won't Japan won't leave the nineties. <laughs> yeah. like, Yo, what you know about a fax machine? <laughs> it's like please, like in the hip hop too. It's just like check okay. out my Fubu jersey. Yeah, exactly. Like, this is probably I can still the, got the Tims. You can still get it. Like brand in new, summer. fresh out the Killing box. Killing it on the Tims yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but to me, that's that's where the client is. Thank you, Frank Kilo. That's, that's hey, it's all right old here. school ATL yeah, today. Yeah, but like, I hope. Nigga might be honestly, mad this shit has vocals. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously hope that that they everybody on Dreamville does well. I think Earth Gang has the right tools, and I, and I love the way they're going with this whole futuristic. They're kind of like resembling what Outkast did at some point. It's just like, all right, look, we're from Atlanta, but let's let's go with this whole. Not weirdo vibe because if you've ever lived in Atlanta, Atlanta's full of fucking weirdos. Hell yeah, man. Shout out to 
Hollywood. Shout out to Grip Pliers. Everybody a little five points. R.I.P. Grip Pliers, by the way. Fucking weird. Well, they also have like, doesn't Atlanta have like the largest gay community in in the United States right now? No, no. It has the the largest gay black population. Uh, When I left America, I think that year or the year before, Atlanta was the gayest city in America. It was voted that, I guess, in the gay community. Over San Francisco? Over San Francisco. That was either 2010 or 2011. I believe it. All the the poor gay people moved away from San Francisco, man. Now it's all rich yuppies there now. So they came to Waffle House, basically. Yeah, I mean, just like the uh, the Hollywood industry, you know, Atlanta is the place to go to shoot movies now. Yeah. So. Like, uh, I was watching um, Black Lightning. First episode, I'm like... Went to high school with that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this other nigga? I was like, nigga, what you doing? He said, Shaquan. Exactly. Bro. I'm like, truth. Get your ass <laughs> Shit, nah, that's but, what's up. But it, it's definitely a, a place to go. And you know what? Some of that could actually spill over to Tokyo, but it's gonna spill in the next two years because you know prior to the Olympics. So yeah. I think we all need to take advantage of. These opportunities. Wait, some of what exactly? Is gonna like, just like it's going to be a lot more media opportunities and and just opportunities in general. Because you're you're okay. I'm very fortunate in my life to live in two major cities that had the Olympics. Now, when I Straight in 1996, up. I was making the best job I ever had. I was making seventy dollars an hour, parking cars. Fuck. Seventy dollars an hour park down nah, at the stadium. Sorry, no, no, nah, nah. uh, close to House of Blues. Just during the Olympics. Where's House of Blues? How we get close to that bartending? Uh, yeah, bartending was good too. Yeah, but near Centennial Park. Okay. So basically, they just bring like Ferraris and shit. Like they're like, "Can you drive stick?" I'm like, "Hell yeah!" And like, I was, I was, it wasn't even valet. I was basically whipping your shit through the parking lot <laughs> because I was just like Mac, like. Ferraris, Maserati, anything, because uh, like, because it was the Olympics, yeah. And so, like, and quite honestly, oh, and I know you know about this, the t-shirt industry. I know I have two homeboys who became millionaires selling t-shirts during the Olympics, and five homeboys who became really affluent selling t-shirts during Freaknik. Freaknik t-shirts. Oh boy, that was that was the arp- oh, very young entrepreneurs just selling t-shirts during Freaknik. Like, I think, quite honestly, that shirt that you have, if you put it online, I'm pretty sure you'll make some money off of it. But I wouldn't sell it, though. Yeah, that shit's got holes and shit in it. No, nah, I mean, That was but, the last t-shirt my dad had, the last Freaknik one, because I, I went through all his shit. Because I, I remembered him bringing them home because he, he worked down there. And every year he'd have a Freaknik, a Freaknik t-shirt, but that's the last one that I got. Yeah, Yo, so, now that we're going back, man, can can we talk about, like, your beginnings and, like, the culture? Oh, okay. Um... Well, musically, I'm I'm not good. I can't play any instrument whatsoever. But I've always liked music. Uh, big fan of Soul Train. Um, and despite my height, I've always liked dancing, but I can't do it. I just it's it's one thing I actually want to try to learn how to do this year. And in college, I actually started working for Album Eighty Eight Point Five, which is a WRS Atlanta. Like I said, it's the largest largest radio station run by students, 100%. This is before uh, uh, Georgia Public bought it out. But before that, like this was like all 100% student radio, no commercials. 
So it was awesome because I got to listen to like so many different types of music. And actually, this is where I started doing the first, one of the first video game music radio shows on a nationally syndicated radio station. So we called it Digital Frontier Plus. And from that, that turned into a video game tournament. So the first tournament, the first video game tournament I ever threw was at Georgia State University. Super auditorium. Like it could hold like maybe a thousand people. And actually, NHK, the same company that, that makes uh, King of Fighters, they sponsored it. They sent me a whole bunch of like Neo Geo pockets. And we had advertisements on the radio station, blasting this shit out for like two weeks. And only five people came. Damn. Five people came. Like, it was, I was like, like, I had my homeboy run to the arcade, like, yo, just, just, y'all niggas, please come down to this tournament. Like, Scott giving away video games and shit. And at that point, I realized, I was like, wait a minute. These video games companies just, they have money to spend. And so that's where I was like, okay, I'm going to stick to this video game thing. But music has always been a passion of mine. And then at some point, I got in trouble with the law. So I said, I got to leave America. And that's how I ended hey. up in Tokyo. And hey. now I'm a legal standing citizen with good standing. Hey, congratulations. Proud, proud father. S- some members of MLS have a similar backstory. Yeah, yeah exactly. So, so uh, that's, what, maneuvers. that's what I'm doing right now. I'm <laughs> a pr- Hashtag I'm a proud, maneuvers. Yeah, I'm a, pr- I'm a proud father, and that's what I'm trying to do. Oh, I didn't know you uh, yeah, had kids. seats. Work. Kids. Plural. So what? tell us a little bit about Final Round and how you got into that. Like uh, what, Final what? Round is like some old fuck shit. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> no. What? Uh, really, Final Round started off from pure hate. Pure hate. Oh, man, that's some of the best things come from that. Um, so basically, in, in, in the Atlanta area, there were like a couple arcades. And they were like, it's called them Kings of Arcades. It's like cats who were like just really, really good at a game. And then you would have to migrate to other arcades to prove your worth. It's like, this is where the whole World Warrior thing came about. And so you'd go to an arcade, like, who's the best person in here? And then you play. And then you'd meet people, and they'd be either better than you or they're just a little bit worse than you. But then you'd learn little little tricks and, and trades. And then sometimes you become friends. Sometimes niggas fight. Sometimes niggas get shot. Actually, the first killing for Mortal Kombat happened in Market Square, which Damn. is North Decatur Mall. And my homeboy, the, me and my partner who started Final Round, he was there when that dude got shot and died. Oh, man, I thought you were going to say he got like, get over here and no, toasty. No, he got killed. <laughs> no, he's like, dude got mad at the arcade. Like, well, I've, you know, I've been around several different video game altercations where dudes pulled out heat. Wow. So, like, it's 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 shitty. It's super shitty, but like that was that was the climate that we. That's were so in. trash. Like, how you how do you do that? Like, because man, so wild, like, man. Here, here's the here's the problem with video games. Like, it's hateful. Like when you when you <laughs> it's, it's 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 intimately hateful. Like one of my here, I will give you guys dirty dirty tricks. So I would use, I would always bring like a random girl with me to the arcade because the movie theater was right next to the arcade, and her job was just like I, I just need you to sit here and be cute. If I beat this dude the first round, I'll let you play. She's like, really? Yeah. And there ain't nothing more infuriating than when I beat you, and then I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to let my girl play. <laughs> Word. <laughs> and, like, and that's just to me to get into your head. And so now, past that, we meet a couple of guys. We all become really cool. And then one day my homeboy says, yo, man, let's, uh, let's throw this video game party. 
Like, cool, no problem. We threw a party. Whole bunch of girls came out, and we there was no tournament. It was just like we're gonna come play video games and get drunk. That was the awesomest. The second time we did it, we were like, no, nah, we're gonna have an actual tournament. We're gonna we're gonna just have it online. And I'm sitting here. Now this is exactly what happened. I come back in the house at like one o'clock in the morning. Just uh, me and my homeboy Damien, we're off our Rainbow Drive. That's close to South DeKalb Mall. Shout out to the real hood. And my homeboy Sean Gilly, who now works at Sony, he was kind of like the web guy. This is on SRK, long, long time ago. And I was like, he's like, yo, Scott, how many people do you think are coming tomorrow? I said, like, I don't know, man, because I'm I'm basing this off the numbers of the last party. I'm like, mm, maybe 30. Just the homies, you know, maybe some cats from Tennessee that we talked to. And he was like, hey, man, I need you to come look at this. And when he said this, there was a knock on the door. Mind you, it's 2 o'clock in the morning. Okay, just knock on the door. And you're like, oh, shit. So Larry goes to the door, opens the door, and it's these cats from fucking from Michigan. They're like, yo, man, um, is this is this the place where y'all going to have final round? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we just checking. And he's like, yeah, that's cool. But y'all, y'all got to go up the street and go get a hotel at Days Inn or some shit. And so when they left, I go I go back and I look online. And I'm like, oh, shit. So I got to tell my roommate that we about to have like 300 people at the house. Oh, shit. What? Like, I don't know if you ever had a party at your house where it's like 300 people. and like, 300 people don't fit in most houses. Exactly. <laughs> I've had some big house parties exactly. and 300 people is, is about... This wasn't a house party. This is like a video game. 300 people don't fit in most many. venues out right. here in Tokyo. Yeah. Right. And so we were... Man, like... And it was just like full of dudes. And it was a really fun, stank-ass event. Shout out to Shonda. Because she ended up cooking fried chicken for like 300 people. And Shout out to fried chicken. Damn. And that's how I find around. Like, that's when it like... One of the starting How things. long have y'all been going again? Damn. Um, well, well over like twenty. So this final round will be final round twenty-one. Damn, and it's like what? How years. many a year? Twenty. Wow, I had no idea that you had been involved with it for that long. Yeah. And and so it's Atlanta and Tokyo now. It's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. Yeah, it's Atlanta and Tokyo. But right now I'm, I'm in a retrograde. I'm, I'm rethinking everything. I want to focus a little bit more so on private parts because I realized something. I'm not having as much fun as I used to. And when I'm not having fun, that's not popular. And we don't want to do that. We, we, that's we, not popular. That's we, not popular. We, we want to have, I want to have fun again. I want it to be, I, I think that's the problem with esports right now. It's like everybody's so focused so much on the tournament and we're not really focusing back on the initial reason why we started playing games, which is just to have fun and relax. Like if we're just kicking it, it's cool. And that's, that's what I want to focus on more so this year. Bet. I um I I don't know I'm really interested man I've never been into competitive gaming but I'd like to go check out one of these events like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. when's the, when's the next one going down or do you have any I'm information thinking about on that? doing a private one you guys are definitely invited I'm thinking about doing a private one at the end of hey. February what game what games y'all are we gonna have Tekken on that I'm I'll, there'll, there'll, there'll definitely be a, a section a place for Tekken. yeah I really want to see Steve's get busy with like some real competition okay yeah oh, oh, actually uh, so yeah. they've, they've got so a, basically you're the king of the squad right now. 
Tekken? Yeah. For sure. Tekken, yeah. yeah. I don't play Tekken. You definitely, play you definitely okay. I mean, if you got Smash Bros, I'll... 64? That's what we play. I, uh, I play... I'll, I'll play Melee. I'll yeah, play Smash Melee, Melee. Melee is the best. Melee is the best. Yeah, Melee is the best. 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 I mean, like, I mean, I was 64. fucking niggas up at that night you had at uh, oh, yeah. Sankey's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so. I, I saw you getting down. I saw you getting down. But like, yeah, but... I would definitely have Tekken. Tekken will definitely be there. But like right now, I want to focus more so on the, the private events because I have a lot of friends in the industry and they don't really like coming to the tournament setting because it's too much focus on the tournament and not so much of a Q&A session where they can actually sit down and relax. And nobody wants to get fucking waxed on unless you're in a competitive mindset. Like some people are like okay yeah that dude beat me and i need to figure this out but then you have other people who are like yo i just want to have fun and i don't feel like getting my ass kicked i want to have fun so those are two different customers and, and there are more people there are more casual gamers than there are pro players mm-hmm. you yeah. just have to just those are facts you just gotta so True. i think it's easier to appease the casual players and just i'll i'll give the pro players what they want but right now i want to focus more so on the casual players and people in the industry because the people in the industry are definitely focusing on the casual player because that's their cash cow. Yeah. The pro players, you're going to get the game for free. I don't, like, I, why am I catering to you? Hmm. That's it. So tell us a little bit more about Ninjas in Tokyo. Ninjas in Tokyo is just, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a nice little podcast. Uh, argue, it was like the title, it was supposed to be Black Ninjas in Tokyo, but we, we had we had a couple. That was a little too on the nose. Yeah, it was a little too. Y'all should have just went niggas in Tokyo. Yeah, that's, <laughs> what, that's what, <laughs> nigga ninjas in Tokyo. Yeah, that's what it. <laughs> we, hey, I'll we turn it every week. We, God we, damn. I know. <laughs> we had an argument. Like I was like, man, come on, please, please. <laughs> but it ended up being ninjas in Tokyo, and I was like, all right, cool, we can stick with that. But like, don't worry, I already have the account. I have the Twitter account for for niggas in Tokyo. I just, <laughs> I was like, yeah, if Kanye's gonna do niggas in Paris, I got niggas. Straight <laughs> up, Tokyo. Like, Kanye, back up. I already, it's got provocative. It. <laughs> I got yeah, it. yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yo, um, definitely uh, for our listeners that that is this podcast and um. Well, we, we look to listen to that more. Uh, is there any anywhere we can find you? Where where can we check you out and find out more about the events and whatnot? Uh, definitely follow me on Instagram and uh, Tucket uh, Scott Popular. Everything's in black and white. Everything. I don't I don't do any other color. It's black and white. Or you can follow me on Twitter, which is at everything's Scott Pop. Just Scott Popular. That's Scott it. Popular. That's, that's all you got to do. Scott Popular. I Popular. dig the name too, by the way, man. Thank you, thank you. It's, yeah. a, it's my Monopoly name. Yeah. This mon- monopoly. I had I had another question for you for the for the weather. Uh, I mean for the for the temperature check, but I'll leave it out. Okay. Uh, nah, bust it, bust it. I think Scott Popular is a really dope name. Yes. What are some of your favorite names in anything? I got I, I've got I've got a few. If you want me to get it started, while go you go think go a little go bit, go ahead, go ahead, please. Um, Crunchy Black. Crunchy Black from Thirty Six yes. Mafia. Yeah, Crunchy Black. <laughs> Cujo Goody. Cujo Goody. Okay. Dick Wolf. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Yeah. You know Dick Wolf, right? Yeah. No. The motherfucker behind Wait, Law and Order. Law and Order? Yeah. yeah. Dick Executive uh, producer. Oh, I thought we were talking about Dick Wolf. I was like, I don't know. It's just hip hop? Yeah, I was like, yeah. I don't know that mixtape. L- little Dick Wolf. Little Dick Wolf. Yo, that's going to be a rapper next week. <laughs> yeah, yo, check out his album and shit. Yeah, those, so those are three three names that I really like. All right. Um, Dick Wolf. Calhoun. 
Slim, hey, Slim, Slim Cutter Calhoun. Calhoun. Hell solid Calhoun. name, solid name. It's so, it's so hard to me. Um, what about you guys? Late, Steez, any any names come to mind that are really dope hip-hop names? Hmm. Or just names in general? Oh, shout out to my homegirl. I love this name too, Gina Darling, who is a oh, who's a that's, that's, like that. yeah, Gina Darling. Hey. Um, one of her homies. She was supposed to be out here actually this week for the gaming tournament. What is it, Evo? Huh. Yeah. Huh. Um, one of her Evo friends who I met, Jeremy, is actually playing competitively playing Street Fighter there. Uh, Gina Darling also live streams on Twitch. She's got a huge uh, YouTube channel. Wonderful person. Dope name, Gina Darling. Beautiful, uh, beautiful girl, and so the name suits her. I think. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get her on the pod. She'll, she'll be out here later later in the year. She'll be on. Also, Yo, um, uh, 60 Second Assassin. Bet. Shorty Shitstain. Lil Shorty Shitstain. Shorty Shitstain? <laughs> I don't know that, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I think that's uh, Snoop's little homie. Lil Shorty oh, Shitstain. Uh, what are some other He's going to regret that later in life. I'm sure he does. When he's trying to get girls, like, what's, what, you're a rapper? He's like, yeah. What's your name? Shorty Shitstain. I mean, Puff Daddy's a dope-ass name. Yeah. Which, what about like, Pete like Diddy? Ugly God. What a... No, oh, ugly, ugly God, God is hard ugly as fuck, God. actually. I like ugly, ugly God, God is, a lot. Yo, yeah, I've been God. saying this a lot recently. Wi-Fi's funeral. I think that shit's dope. Oh, okay. I never heard of that. I don't get it. Lil Ugly Man. I don't think it makes sense. Lil Ugly Man is really good, too. I like that one, too. Lil Dicky, but it was like, kind of too yeah. obvious at first. But like, I, yeah. I, I like Lil Dicky. It was, it was, he should have been Lil Dick Wolf. He's my... He's, yeah, he, yeah, Lil Dick Wolf is way <laughs> harder than Lil Dicky. Yeah. Yeah. Little Dick Wolf is way harder than Little Dicky. <laughs> way hey, harder. We don't say this way. no more, but I'm pause. Keep it that way. Pause. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was that was just my question. Oh, wait a minute. I got I got to give because if I don't, they're gonna be super pissed off at me. All right. So um, I'm working with this group called DFT, uh, which is uh, acronym for Don't Fucking Touch. It's uh two girls. They're producing music. And basically, I went on their mini documentary tour with them in Atlanta last year. So that's going to come up pretty damn soon. I want to hopefully say by May. And it was an awesome experience to take Japanese producers to Atlanta and see what oh, they're they Japanese. Do. Yeah. So two girls. They Who went are out. they? Uh, Mimi, Mimi and Vivi. So actually, I'll, 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 I'll give you guys the link to it. So they got they have a, um, a video out. It's called. Actually, it's not. This is the dope part. It's not even a video. It's like a, a, like a, a mini rap yakuza movie oh and so basically so so how i got that's out right now yeah it's out right now so how i got involved with the project was so basically the concept was it's a yakuza movie but all of the lyrics are like trap so basically they got rappers from atlanta to make a rap for the actual song and then the the director actually had them had to lip sync and sync up everything so it's a, it's a basic like Yakuza slash uh, movie, but it's all like gutter trap rap to it. And the visuals are really tight. Actually, the funny part is on the way up here, we shot over there in that parking lot. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. I was, the, like, I was like, I don't remember being here. Oh, the West Side parking lot? Yeah, the West Side parking, oh, parking lot. lot. Yeah, right in front of Atlanta. Love Hotel. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know there was a love hotel name Atlanta. Yeah, you got it's around, it's yeah, around it's the right corner. down the street. Literally get, around. It, the no, it, we get I mean, dis- not even around the corner. We get a discount down right? the street. Yeah, if you show if you show your yeah, <laughs> if you show your Martin your Breeze if, pass. You show them a picture Martin, of Martin Luther King. You show King your hood pass, and they're like, get in there. That's the one. Uh, also, get you a discount at the strip club. The uh, the code is I have a dream. I think yeah. that's what gets you a discount. <laughs> really or pink pony. Bet. So should we uh, let's tell people what are on the calendar for uh, next month? Is that cool? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, yo, the calendar is really thick. 
I meant to talk to you guys about this earlier, but fuck it, I'll skip it now. Yo, uh, shows that happen all the time. Every other Monday, that's Kensuke and DJ Waterai at Bridge Bar. Kensuke has another event every Wednesday. That's at Umegaoka. I think Galaxy is the name of the place. Every Galaxy. Every first Galaxies. Thursday, uh, Players Be Neo. That's uh, Koji Nakamura and some other people, including uh, Nas Chris and someone else. I can't remember. Maybe Muro, but maybe I shouldn't say that. Uh, oh, and at uh, Rep, every Monday, it's Under the Moonlight with Hachiman, Strife, AJ, and Kreese Beats. Those are regular shows Shout that are happening AJ. weekly. Also, um, bi-weekly, you can always check out the breakdown at Coins Bar right, 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 every, right, right. every other Saturday. So like the second and fourth Saturdays Straight up. of every month, Coins Bar. Yeah, if we you don't have any chasing. money, Coins Bar. If you don't have any money, Coins Y'all can bar. find me at Coins Bar <laughs> all the time because, yeah. Um, so that's an event that's coming up. What el- what else do we have going on in terms of the event calendar? Uh, so I don't have this- my phone on me. Can you so, post it? Yeah, I think so. Um, so this episode should come out on the 9th. Uh, th- that following Saturday is going to be the damn. I'll get that back together. I'm not sure what's up with that. It's worrying me, though. Um, but yeah, so let's see. Uh, the breakdown is going to happen on the 10th. Then we have... Uh, KMC Mixtape and MV Release Party on Monday, February 12th at GLAD. I don't know who this is. Here, why don't you share the phone with me so we can look at it together. Yeah, that's uh, KMC and Stutz are doing that. And also, oh, uh, the 9th. Okay, never mind. So on the 16th, Bonobo is going to be in Rapongi at X Theater Rapongi. That same night, Offset featuring Sophie in Tokyo. That's going to be a DJ show, Kid Freshino and CH10, CH period zero. But they're DJing, they're not performing. So check them out with someone called Sophie. Sophie, yeah, I don't know who that is. But Kid Freshino is going to be there. Uh, the next day, the 17th. At Sound Museum Vision, BLK Killer release special. That's Killer, Anarchy, and Fuji Trill. And <laughs> I like that Fuji Trill. <laughs> some of these cats got some of these cats got really weird right names, there. but some of them got some dope names. Mm. Yo, on the twenty first, Super Plume presents Donuts Disco Deluxe. That's Ani from Sucha Darapa, Afra, Robo, Chu, and Donuts Disco Deluxe. 25th life park is going down at commune second that's a sunday uh we do that i'm down with life park we do that every month at commune second uh it's kind of like it's kind of like speakeasy but it's more for dancers and a lot more japanese people show up bet nice uh and also life park is gonna be supporting the lounge at Shitan Hostel. I don't know how to say that. That's going to be every second Thursday from 8 to 11. And I'll be playing in March. So, But I'll be there probably every time. So Shitan, C-I-T-A-N. Yes, that's right. Out in, what's the name of the station? Uh, Bakura Yokoyama. 
killing that shit. Nailed I can't it. say that Nailed shit. It. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, I mean, now that the episodes are coming out, uh, you know, every Friday and we're talking about these things, uh, check the calendar if you want to hear about anything that's further in the future. But we'll probably just put out the, the joints that are about within 30 days of, of each episode. And I actually have two other shows that I didn't put in today that are happening and they seem to be the dope one of them is a b-boy event thrown by the floriers if you guys don't know those those are the top b-boys here uh taisuke and isei isei just won the or the year before he won the red bull B, uh, uh bc1 uh, phenomenal this is on uh february 11th and this is at studio we are and i just have the screenshot but i don't know exactly where that's at but check out studio we are it's from 11 to 5 or four and it's $25. Also, there is another event at Rush Bar on February 10th, the day after this comes out, called Doggy Drug. It's got Pod, um, Kohei, Murphy Trout, Tajima Hall, Dope Beatmaker, uh, T-Dub, Loud Hailer, Lil Pine, Campfire, Shida, Samo, uh, Targ, and Otodoke. And that should be cool, too. And that is going to be at Rush Bar. So check us out. Mega Late Show, episode 23, with uh, Giant Human Being, Scott Popular. That's what it do. Thank you for joining us, Scott. Yo, Mega Late Scott, Show. Thank you. Muchos arigatos. What's up? What's up? Hey, I'm coming back. I'm coming back. I'm coming back. Yo, I'm stealing that shit, Steve. <laughs> hey, don't forget where you got it, though, bruh. Hey. Muchos doitashimashite. Yo, why your mom look like your dad? <laughs> Jones. I'm a heavenly super person. Cash. Cash.